everybody. Welcome to a bonus episode of Save Your Sorry. My name is Katrina Rochelle here with my co-host Jose Angel. We'll be talking about today. So today's episode has been almost 40 episodes in the making. (laughs) Okay. As much as we wanted to release this as a regular episode, we just couldn't. This person has a fan base that attacks people for mentioning their name in any type of negative way. We might have to go into hiding over this. Oh, no. I feel like it's it's either one or two people. I have to know. Who are we talking about today? Today's episode will be a closer look episode where we take a closer look at a celebrity who has not been canceled or really that much drama, but maybe there's something there. So who do you think we might be talking about? Well, you said they haven't been canceled yet. Not really. I mean... And 100%. Damn. I was going to go. I honestly, okay, I kind of had like three picks. Okay. But one of them doesn't really make sense now that you kind of cleared some of that up. And another one doesn't really make sense because I just put them there because they're controversial. But I thought you were talking about either R. Kelly, Nicki Minaj, or, um, um, one of them, one of them white band boyers. You got it right with Onika. Onika Mirage. <laughs> I am a huge fan of Nikki, but I never want to be one of those people who defends a celebrity no matter what. And I want to see if there's anything there. Oh my gosh, I am so excited. But for real though, I really can't believe you're really going to talk about Nikki, and I am excited. Um, you said if we talk about Nikki, we got to put it behind a paywall. <laughs> oh, that's right. That was my thought. Like you might get mad, but we'll have your money. Oh, I like it. I, I honestly like. But you, you got it right on your opening. Barbs, they they have barbs. The motherfuckers do not. Right, wrong, or indifferent, they will sting your ass over Nikki. Yeah, I am a huge Nikki fan, but I never say I'm a Barb because while Barb's can be great and amazing and like support her, mm-hmm. somebody says like a sideways Tom and like, oh, I like this Nikki song better, and they're like, what the fuck are you talking about her songs for? It's like, just calm down. It's not that deep. Yeah, like, but you know what they also say? What if she ain't a Nikki fan? Then the bitch deaf dumb. That is true. You like my son. You my motherfucking stepson. Okay, I'm done. Honestly, one of her best songs. (laughs) (laughs) The first segment, we'll be looking over some of her beefs. Some people claim Nikki is a mean girl and especially does not play nice with other women. Mm -hmm. We have already discussed her beef with Remy Maul, so she will not be mentioned in this episode. (laughs) Let's put Remy to rest. (laughs) So this is just going to be a beef episode. I will do a part two with other questionable decisions Nikki has made. But this first episode is just beefs. Okay. I think, I honestly think that's the better idea too. I know. That's why I thought of it. (laughs) (laughs) Pat you on the back. But yeah, because you're right. Honestly, because because of the type of career she's had, where it's so storied, slash controversial slash like all these other things it's better you could get more of an in-depth you can go in depth more if you separate the two yeah so it's either going to be a two-parter for sure maybe a three-parter okay third 
That's when we just that's when we just list our songs that we like. <laughs> so the first beef on today's episode is the former queen of rap, Lil Kim. Oof. I only say former, not as a point for Nikki, but we just know Lil Kim ain't the queen anymore. Damn. So you're saying. Before we even get into it, I want to set some parameters. <laughs> You're saying that once once you lost it, you can't keep the title. You don't. You're never the queen of rap forever. I don't think so. I think like her time reigning as queen has ended, mm. and I think right now where we're at, Nikki's you know her crown is being questioned. Mm, sometimes it has been. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Just wanted to set it up. So in 2007, Nicki Minaj releases her cover photo for her mixtape Playtime is Over. And it looks very similar to Kim's 1996 album cover. Mm. You know, the one where Kim is doing that squat with her legs open. (laughs) Pretty iconic. But does that mean she owns the pose? Was Nicki doing it out of respect, like a homage thing? Was she copying her? Who Mm. knows? In 2009, Nikki claims she met Lil' Kim backstage of a Lil' Wayne concert. Nikki says she bumped into Kim backstage, and at this point, they didn't have any beeps, but people were doing what people do and saying, Nikki's stealing Kim's style and kind of making it a beef already. Mm. So Nikki claims she went up to Kim and says, is everything good? And Kim says they were, so they took a picture and everything was cool. Kim says it didn't happen like that. Kim says, quote, it didn't go down like that. What? Are you kidding me? Picture somebody saying to me, we good. I'll read her throat, snatch her larynx out. What I'm saying <laughs> is, <laughs> yeah. So what I'm saying is they did meet, but Kim is saying Nikki was not that bold. And I honestly could see that. I, why, why would Nikki come out to her like that? We good? Yeah, she's not Miley Cyrus. She's not going to be like, what's good, you know? It's, <laughs> yeah, I was about- <laughs> Miley, what's good? Yeah, because also what I'm thinking is, is this is your first meeting with her. You don't really know her like that. <laughs> and I don't know. I feel like when people say we good, it does seem more confrontational. She could have said, hey, is everything cool between us? Something like that. Yeah, I think those those words were definitely said, but I don't think it was that was all that was said and um, that it came off like that. But also... um is the way that Nikki is telling the story so bad that you respond with, picture a bitch telling me some <laughs> shit like that. Stomp her ass out on the curb, why wouldn't I? I like, just like that. I'll read her throat, snatch her larynx out. Yeah, like, okay, I get it. You from New York? <laughs> so after that, in 2010, Brandy's little brother and reality TV show star of Ray J is standing on stage with Kim, and he says, I'm seeing a lot of Lil' Kim imposters, and I'm not saying no names, but you know who. Ooh. <laughs> Ray J, why you starting bullshit? Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't even a big enough star to be doing shit like this then. No, and that's why I phrased it like that. Brandy's little brother, reality TV oh, show star. Like, what are you? But they did, that, they did that song, so I guess he was... Um, she was in his good books for life. Wait a minute, which is a jam, though. <laughs> Lil' Kim then says, quote, we love her. We just want her to pay homage. If you don't pay homage, then fuck you. Mm. So what does she mean? Like, you got to come out publicly and say it? 
I don't know, like kiss the ring, say. Okay, so that whole pay homage thing, what can, confuses me about that is I would consider that mixtape cover uh, homage. I mean, everybody knows Little Kim did it first. Maybe she didn't own the pose, but you kind of assume if another female rapper who was as talented as Nikki was does that pose that she's not doing it like as a diss, especially when she didn't diss her in the music. So it's like, Little Kim, are you asking too much? Like, are you trying to be the godfather? That That's around it. Like, why is it that we're paying them against each other already? Why can't it be like, oh, she did that. It looks like Lil' Kim, yay. Like, yeah, it's like you start the beef off, beef off automatically instead of trying to be peers. Yeah. So a day later, Drake and Nikki are performing, and Drake says, quote, I don't give a fuck what Lil' Kim or nobody talking about. You, the baddest chick to ever do this shit. And Nikki just says, that's family, referring to Drake. <laughs> also, uh, Drake's a big writer. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> but it's loves so- to please the bitches, is what I'm it's, saying. It's so funny that this was started by Ray J and Drake. Like, the women weren't the ones starting the beef, technically. <laughs> And that's what they always talking about. Um, men are bigger gossipers and all that than women. Sometimes y'all all in our business starting trouble. <laughs> it seems like it. And the women start praying this is in the raps. From here, Nick Young Diddy song Dirty Money. She raps, Did I kill a queen or Alexander McQueen? And people hear that killer queen line and think she's talking about Kim. Mm-hmm. In June of 2010, Kim says in an interview that Nikki is taking shots and songs about her and other female rappers. Which, if you know Nikki's rap, she does take shots. But if she's busting shots, uh, don't duck if they don't apply type of thing. I mean, yeah, basically, in a way, yeah, I can see that. But she (laughs) would, Nikki just be taking shots and it's hard to not take it personally when the line applies to mostly you. Yeah. <laughs> like is it is she being general or is she like being specific about one person? Yeah, but you know, I always say if it ain't directed, it ain't respected. And Nikki didn't always direct her diss. She was a lot ambiguous at first, built up her rep, and then was like, I'm gonna let you bitches have it. So I mean, even Nikki sometimes had to, you know. Mm-hmm. And I mean, right here, she's pretty big, but she doesn't even have her album out yet. Mm-hmm. So Nikki, like most rappers, throws this is in her songs. So if the shoe fits, I feel like people, especially Kim at this time, were like, Nikki's talking about me. Nikki goes on Hot 96 and does an interview and says, put your music out. And when I see your name on Billboard, that's when I respond to you. No, fuck you. You should have been here 10 years ago. It was all on there. Then she says, you're going to go down in history now as a sore loser, as opposed to going down in history as the queen. Don't play with me. I'm going to play all I want. (laughs) Also, it's so easy to say that, though, when you was just trying to challenge her queen status anyway. So is that true? (laughs) Uh, I guess, yeah. Like, you're going to go home. Because, no, I mean, still, I mean, even if she ain't the queen right now, she solidified her name. Lil' Kim will always be Queen B. I agree. I think a lot of people, when they look at this diss or this beef or whatever you want to call it, they don't give credit to Lil' Kim. And like it or not, Lil' Kim did set the blueprint for a lot of these rappers. 
Oh yeah, she was doing. She was the first one doing a lot of the stuff that they do now. Yeah. It's just that whole um, amnesia. Uh, what's in the past is in the past. What have you done for me lately? Type shit that uh-huh. our generation has kind of been known for now. And this is why I don't know if any beef with celebrities is ever real because this is right before Nikki's album releases, Pink Friday. So mm-hmm. was it all planned to get buzz, or was it like? She's promoting the album, so people now get to ask her about it. Mm. I yeah, because that is a thing that they do. I think it could have been both, though. A little because, both. Yeah, because like the people behind Nikki and Nikki herself are not stupid. They know what sells, and they do want her to become famous and get that buzz. But um, they didn't think it was going to get as deep as it got, though. Yeah. yeah. Cause this has been like a this was this has been a years years beef, and usually even with them them fake beefs, they either peter out or they get squashed. Or they do that <laughs> thing at the end where it's like they appear on a song together. Oh yeah 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 yeah, and that didn't happen, and still hasn't happened for either one of these. Now they be like giving interviews where they we're cool, we're not gonna talk about it. Uh-huh. But what you can tell is that they still don't fuck with each other though. So, Roman's Revenge is definitely about Lil' Kim. Mm-hmm. She raps about, quote, fuck I look like giving back to a has-been. Yeah, I said it has-been. Hang it up, flat screen. <laughs> <laughs> and she raps, she just mad because you took a spot word that bitch mad because I took the spot where bitch if you ain't shitting, then get off the pot. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing is that's damn. I feel bad, but that's a great ass song. It is a great song, even if it's about Lord Kim, not about Lord Kim. And I think that line right there, if you ain't shit in the day off the pot, pretty much sums up the situation right there. Like, how can you be mad at Nikki when you're not releasing music? And that is true. This was a whole bunch of beef. But only one-sided musically because Lil' Kim wasn't doing that like that. Yes. And then Kim releases Black Friday. Yeah, she's coming back. (laughs) And there is no disputing who it's about. She raps, quote, it'll be a murder scene. I'm turning Pink Friday to Friday 13th. (laughs) And I, you little Kim, little Kim clone clown. All this buffoonery shit stops now. And my favorite line is, corny broad, I leave you bloody like you menstruated. Yes, I remember you telling me that. <laughs> such such a weird line for it to be your favorite. I don't know why it's my favorite. It's just like genius. Bleed, bloody like you menstruated. <laughs> <laughs> and then she says, this hood shit you and Drake ain't built for. And says, either you high or sipping that shit weighing on. Uh, she was she was right about part of that. Um, Drake talks a big game, but that nigga ain't never been in no real hood. Not for <laughs> real, for real. He just had hood friends. Yeah, you know this nigga. What what hood nigga you know playing a man in a wheelchair in the grassy? <laughs> None of them. I yeah, I think. Drake is definitely doesn't have a street credit that he tries to put out there. Not anymore as much, but there was a yeah. time when he was really trying to put street credit out there. Oh, definitely. Oh, and are you going to talk about the album art? No, you can bring it up. 
Okay, I don't really remember that much, but she had like a slain Nicki Minaj on the cover. Yes. That shit was crazy. And she even like samples, not even samples, but like the Right Through Me song. Oh, she takes the beat? No, like right in the middle. Like, how do you, like it sings it or whatever. Okay. (laughs) I actually really like the song. If you haven't listened to it, I do recommend it. In my opinion, even though it is just a diss track, it does have free list value. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I've I, only listened to it once, and that was when it came out. I never revisited it. I love the song. <laughs> I don't even know why. I loved it back then. And it was funny that you loved it back then when you were still such a big Nicki fan. I know. I had to you listen like, to it in private. <laughs> yeah, Lil' Kim's over. Yeah, that shit's trash. But... That Black Friday is not too bad. (laughs) So, Nikki responds, kind of. It's not a full song, but it's called Tragedy. It's like a minute long, and I do love it. It shows, it really shows off Nikki's early rap style. It's only a few lines, but she says, it must must hurt to sell your album off PayPal, because Lil' Kim did sell it on PayPal. Especially when you're in the game 1520. I mean, look at you now, ho. You're just tragic. You're a tragedy. You're a parody. Last name Anne, first name Raddy. Damn. Yeah, these rappers know how to hit it where it hurts because, damn, Lil' Kim, I didn't know she was selling that shit through PayPal. Yeah, and then there was, like, Lil' Kim was saying she sold this much, and then she's like, you lying. Like, (laughs) You know what it could have been, honestly? Okay, it could have been Lil' Kim and her team know maybe it won't sell that much on a marketplace, like regular. Mm-hmm. But here comes PayPal saying, hey, give us exclusive rights to sell and hawk this shit and we'll give you an extra blah, 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 thousand. And she's like, well, shit, let me just come up on the money part then and just let them do the thing. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, that is kind of... I mean, but you know something is a little hinky if you only selling it through PayPal. Yeah, and it's especially bad when the new rapper is out there, Nikki, and she's, you know, doing her thing, and then you're coming off PayPal. Like, it's just something that even if you... sold millions just recently. Yeah, it's just something like, even if you say it doesn't bother you, I feel like that would bother you a little. Yeah. It cools down a little after this, but Kim says she'll never make amends. (laughs) 2013, Nikki does say Lil' Kim inspired her growing up. <laughs> I had to wait a little bit before I said that she'd give her some credit. <laughs> 2017, she teams up with Lil' Kim, teams up with Remy Mall. If you want to know more about that, refer to our Remy episode. Mm-hmm. 2018, Lil' Kim is asked Cardi B or Nicki Minaj. Kim says, quote, you know Cardi is my draw. I don't know the other one. we don't know her (laughs) yeah it was definitely a page of Mariah's book June 2021 at the BET Awards at the BET Awards red carpet Kim is asked if she would do a versus she says yes and when they asked her who she would do it against she says Nikki it doesn't sound like she said it in a beef type of way so hopefully these women have put their feud behind them I like both of them Kim is a legend and Nikki is Nikki I think yeah. Nikki, especially early on, did have some similarities with Lil' Kim. 
A hundred percent. And I, you, you know, I, I get the whole buzz for, I mean, be for buzz shit and make them rivals and all that. But I wonder if Nikki still would have just had her same success and also kind of brought a new interest and resurgence into little Kim's career in a positive way. If they, if she would have acknowledged her influence and if little Kim would have calmed down on her little responses, because the thing is, even as a hater, I can't see little Kim listening to old Nikki stuff and saying, yeah, that bitch can't rap. Nikki could rap at the beginning, middle and end. She was great. I mean, I can't even say nothing about that. So I just feel like if that whole beef thing never happened, Little Kim would have never would have looked like a hater and Nicki Minaj looked like a hater as well, who wasn't really like acknowledging her, her influences. Cause that, that is true. hundred percent. She was, uh, she was inspired by little Kim. She don't even have to say that out of her mouth, her actions and the way that she presented herself early in her mixtape career show you all that you need to know. And but if yeah. you're just a woman rapper, you're going to be inspired by one of the few women rappers who made it big. Yeah, even in small ways, definitely, because people had to open those doors. So even if you don't act like, I mean, if not, people will still try to pigeonhole you uh, sometimes. But yeah, I, f- I feel like they're they are so similar in their styles. It's it's different. It's not like Queen Latifah. Like uh, she's OK. Nicki Minaj says, let's say Nicki Minaj says she was really inspired by Queen Latifah. That could be true. But their similarities are they're not a lot of them. Yeah, that is true. So yeah, you see Nikki and you're like, oh yeah, that kind of reminds me of old school Kim. Yeah, even like recently you see Nikki do a photo shoot or something, and it's kind of something that Lil Kim did in the past. Mm. And I don't think you have to be like, oh, Nikki's copying her, Nikki's doing Nikki is just trying to be her. It's like it can, you know, just be showing respect in a type of way. Yes. And with time, ideas are going to get reused. All you want to uh-huh. do is revamp them and amp them up and kind of change them. But yeah, even when things are similar, it doesn't always mean it's a copy. And fans have to realize that more than anybody. That's what is mainly doing it is the fans, I feel like. Oh, yeah. There's toxic fans in every fan base, but uh, there's a little bit of... A l- there's a lot more in these two actually yeah. these three because i know who you're probably going to bring up next you don't know who i'm doing on uh, part one <laughs> <laughs> so next one we're going to talk about is her feud with mariah carey unless you had anything else to add about kim oh no that i mean they're both queens but yeah definitely could have been avoided definitely just imagine could've. if we would have got a song out of them which i think there is that's like, what i'm a- saying there's a Birdman that has them both featured on there. I could only find it on YouTube, just like their little part. So I don't know if it was ever released or what it was. Mm-hmm. I just think like even to this day, honestly, it still would have. It still would. It still kind of. It wouldn't be as anticipated as it would have been like ten years ago. If we got a song out of them, it would have been great. Yeah. Next one we're talking about is her feud with Mariah Carey. 2010, Nikki was featured on Mariah Carey's song, About My Face. Hey, about my face. (laughs) That was my jam, too. Okay, which honestly, to me, it's not. 
I was expecting more from these two and was a little disappointed. Yeah, it's a little corny, but I liked it. If it were from other people, it would have been decent, but these are two legends and it just didn't hit it for me. <laughs> so July 2012, Mariah Carey is confirmed to be a judge on American Idol. September 2012, Nicki Minaj is confirmed. After two days of filming, there's already mumblings of a feud going on. Then they both were unconfirmed. <laughs> At a press conference for the show, Mariah says, how are we doing a feud in two days? A feud takes a little longer to spread out. Mm, that's true. Two weeks after that, a video is shown with Nikki saying, I told them I'm not fucking putting up with her fucking highness over there. And it's mm-hmm. mainly Nikki yelling and saying she's not going to put up with her. Mariah's just being Mariah. Not really saying much, but she has been like saying, why, God, why? Uh, like, just kind of how you would expect Mariah to carry to argue with someone. Mm-hmm. Like, she's not really raising her voice, but she's being, I feel like it's kind of to get under her skin. She was being passive aggressive. Yeah. I love it. That's uh-huh. you know. <laughs> a day later, Mariah calls Barbara Walters, and Barbara goes on the view saying Mariah's going to get extra security and not taking any chances. She says Nikki has not apologized, but there has been a meeting with judges and producers. So serious had to bring in corporate America. (laughs) (laughs) Nikki saw this or heard about it because, you know, it was going to make headlines and tweets. Hey, y'all, just let's just say Nikki said something about a gun. People will believe it because she's a black rapper. Laugh my ass off. But I'll then hit up Barbara and milk it. Mm. So I don't know if Nikki said anything about gun. I in the clip that you know was leaked of them arguing, mm-hmm. you don't hear her saying anything about gun, but I don't know. And did Mariah actually say she was going to get extra security? That's what Mariah told Barbara Walters over a phone call. So it's like telephone. Oh, okay, okay. That's I just wanted to make sure. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. In November 2012, Nikki claims Mariah didn't want another female on the show because it would steal her shine, which I can believe either side here, and I love both sides. She later goes on to say that they have been fine since the video leaked. Nikki and Mariah would be doing press for the show, and Mariah says that they made up. Time heals all wounds. They're professionals. And asks, (laughs) have you ever had an argument with someone you worked with? Nikki says Mariah is one of her favorite artists. Mariah has shaped a generation. Mm. Later, when Nikki would go on Ellen, she says she heard rumors that Mariah didn't want her on the panel, and then she just went on and felt shade for Mariah and overcompensated by being crazier. So I I can see that. I feel like Nikki... Wait, hold on. Okay, rewind that real quick. So Nikki went on Ellen and And she's talking about the feud. Yeah, so she said, I had heard some shit and because of what I had heard, I started overcompensating. By being crazier. Because she mm. felt like Mariah was being a little shady, so she, you know, got mad. Okay, because I was just about to mention that. Like, th- th- this is one feud or beef that if you had to pick a winner, I'd, like, okay, little Kim, Nikki. We know who won that. Nikki. But if you picked it between Nikki and Mariah, Mariah won that because Mariah didn't have to do much to get under Nikki's skin. And for Nikki to look like (laughs) the unappreciative girl who wasn't yet the queen that she claimed to be. 
Because the thing is, she's still, I mean, Nikki's a big star at this point, but she's nowhere, not nowhere near. She's on the rise, but she's still not at her like height, height. That is true. And I also think they have different arguing styles. Mariah's going to say some s- slick shit and, you know, that's it. But she's not really going to raise her voice that mm-hmm. much where Nikki's going to yell and that makes her seem like the crazy one. And the thing is about their different argument, arguing styles, when you put that in place with their career status, with Mariah not only being a big star, but a legend at this point, because she's had a storied career, her like whispering, yelling, and not really engaging and being passive aggressive looks like she's winning over Nikki's explosive, always got to have the last word ass. Uh huh. And but- so, yeah. It starts off the same way as Lil' Kim feud, where it's people in the industry saying stuff to them that's pretty much getting under their skin. Yeah, but I feel like Nikki took the bait on this one. She did. Because here's the thing. You, you're you in this industry now for a little bit. And before, you you knew about Mariah. You were a fan. and not, And when you're a fan of Mariah, I feel like you know about how Mariah has been a diva. Uh-huh. And I heard even before she was on American Idol that she used to make like demands, like when she used to stir on something, when she used to get on something like things had to be a certain way. Her trailer had to be a certain way. Her time had to be a certain way or whatever. So it's like none of that is really a surprise to me. And I don't know why it would be a surprise to Nikki unless she was just like, well, Mariah gets all this stuff. I should get it, too. That's probably what she was feeling. And I get that, but I also don't get that. You deserve respect and you deserve to have your needs met. But because Mariah is getting a certain different type of treatment that you didn't require at first and you feel like she's not required to now, that doesn't mean you you get to make a big fuss out of stuff. Yeah. So at at this point, everything's supposed to be cool. But then Nikki raps on her song. Hell yeah. I'll take it. Sign on the dotted line. But I'm quick to check a bitch if she out of line. Shout out to Mike, Darnell, and Nigel. Why these bumps so mad that the queen on Idol? Which Mike, Darnell, and Nigel are like producers of the American Idol. Yeah, yeah, I knew because especially Nigel's ass. Nigel lit a school. So when Barbara Walters asked Mariah, were you going to talk about her saying that line? <laughs> if Mariah is that bitch she's singing about, Mariah says, don't know. Didn't know she sang. I thought she rapped or whatever. Oh, such an iconic clip of her saying that shit. That's so so funny. It's funny <laughs> how she rapped. It's funny how Barbara sets it up. Are you that bitch? <laughs> yeah, quick to ch- quick to check a bitch. <laughs> Come on, Barbara Walters. And. I don't think there's a clear villain here. They're both extras. And sometimes things just happen with big personalities. Yeah, I think this really was no issue. Y'all were just both bougie bitches who uh-huh. just didn't get along. <laughs> also, I wonder how much was put on for drama. Maybe they weren't faking, but producers or somebody behind the scenes pitting them against each other. You know what? I don't see them having a lot of on-screen arguments. But I do see that shit getting leaked purposefully. Yeah, because because everybody knew. Video. That's what I said, and didn't get fired or anything was uh-huh. talked there about. There should have been anything. an investigation. 
Yes. And here's the thing. Everybody knew that even with like a little bit of buzz about a new season, people had been tuning out since Simon was on his way out. So what do Uh you do? We want the ratings. We want the drama. We want the bad singers. We want the good singers to be feuding together. So, yeah, why wouldn't they leak that shit? Because they knew they couldn't show it on the show show. They could not show an argument like that. They barely showed them arguing at the live show before, you know, they they had to get cut off. Uh-huh. Especially with Nikki Tessa, like, you can't have oh, that. Yeah. You know she, she gonna let a bitch fly sooner or later. <laughs> so, that's the Mariah Carey one, again. I don't think that was... No one's a villain. Like, I don't think people should hate either one for that situation. Hate them both. <laughs> <laughs> the last person we're talking about on today's episode is Party B. Oh, no! I knew it. I knew it. I do find it interesting when Nikki was coming up, there were not a lot of female rappers doing big things. Now there is a lot of them. Uh But one who started coming up was Cardi B. Cardi (laughs) Bezaeus. So March 2017, there's a photo going around where it's saying Nikki liked the post talking bad about Cardi. Then on Twitter, people are sharing it, but it's a fake. And Nikki likes a tweet that says the post is a fake. Mm-hmm. May 2017, Nikki raps on Katy Perry's song, Swish Swish. She raps, silly rap beefs, just get me more checks. My life is a movie, I'm never offset. Me and my amigos, no, not offset. Which seems to be saying she is not amigos with offset. <laughs> And who is Cardi B's? Cardi B, <laughs> which is how I took it. And I always thought this song came out later, but it was at the beginning of the feud. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know "Swish Swish Bish" came out this early in it. Yeah, um, which everybody hated that song, but just that chorus. I mean, I like the chorus of it. That shit was hilarious. I love that song. I think it's one of Nikki's best raps. I can't remember her feature at all. I all I remember I just wrapped is the it for chorus. you, line for line. Yeah, but I didn't remember that. That's why I'm like, I didn't know that that was a uh, a point in their beef ever. May 2007, parties on Instagram live. Oh wait, about- I was going to say, is this before? This is are you, is this after motorsport or? Have I mentioned you? motorsport? <laughs> no. <it's>, uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry, teacher. It's before, but I always thought it was after. Okay, I'm so sorry, teacher. Please, Mr. Jose, just, I mean, don't hurt me. Jeez, don't come along. So, yes, after the music, the song comes out. I don't think it was the video, though. I think the video came out after Motorsport, so that's what's confusing. Mm, okay. But I'm not 100% sure on that, so don't quote me on that. Um, I mean, I won't, because I'm not sure either. So, after the song comes out on May 2017, Cardi is on Instagram Live talking about idols becoming rivals. She mm. says, quote, when I used to be a regular bitch from the Bronx, a, a hood bitch, when somebody used to be fake, it was cool. I could approach a bitch and punch her right in her closure. I don't know what that means. So pretty uh, much. As basically her wig, her weave, her head. <laughs> pretty much she could fight someone and did it. It's done there. And I think it was directly after Swish Swish song came out, assuming she has talked about Nikki. And I mean, that Nikki verse, it does sound like she's talking about party, kind of. Mm-hmm. June I mean, 2000- also, I was just about to say, who else 
was Cardi beefing with that was a rapper. Yeah. N- not really anybody at that time, as far as I remember. The whole offset line, though, is what really gets me that Nikki is doing sneak disses. Oh, yeah, because why did you single out Offset? And everybody knew that she was cool. Uh, Nikki was cool with Quavo for a good amount of time. Yes. So, yeah, it's definitely pointed. June 2017, Cardi tweets, don't compare me. Don't compare. Don't put me against no other artist. I am Cardi B. I am only Cardi B. I'm in my own lane and I'm, a, I'm rapping because I love to. Which is cool. Like no one wants to be compared to anyone else. And she saw what being compared did to the mother rap girls in the past. Yes, exactly. And I think that Cardi and Nikki have a very different style. Honestly, that's what I would say. Like, honestly, the only thing they have in common is that they're both, they both got big asses and they yeah. pretty. But besides that, they do not rap the same. No. July 2017, Nikki is seen dancing to the to Cardi song Bodak Yellow. So people assume they are cool because why would she dance to a song she's not cool with? And who knows? I mean, it's just a song, but I feel like Nikki would be petty enough not to dance. Maybe, maybe not. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, even if I didn't like Cardi B, bitch, I'm bumping Bodak Yellow. <laughs> it's yeah. a good ass song. And she's in the club, and it's like from a far distance, so she didn't even know. She could have been her. drunk. You know uh-huh. how it is when you don't had a couple shots. You warm. You hot. Let's moody shoulders. <laughs> August two thousand seventeen, Nikki raps on the song "No Flag." I heard these labels are trying to make another me. Everything you're getting, little. Everything you're getting, little house because of me. People were little thinking, hells. What? I, I might have missed the lyric. Everything you're getting, little how is because of me. Maybe it's little ho. These bitches <laughs> I think ain't healthy. They need some celery. Like, I, what is it? I think it autocorrected. It's everything you're getting, little ho is because of me. Oh. <laughs> it just autocorrected to how. <laughs> okay. People were thinking it was about Cardi because she had just signed a record label. And Atlantic had been known to do some shady shit. I think so. But Nikki tweeted, "I it sure ain't wrote this one a couple months ago. Still no feud that they're a bit to. Girl, stop fucking lying. Everybody knows that Nikki Minaj tells the truth and she be lying. <laughs> that makes no... because Okay, let's think of it. Let, I mean, just let's put herself in the, in the place just for a second. You, you're writing a verse. What prompts you for no reason? No, you have no fuse, you know, you have no rivals. Let me say one of these labels is trying to make another one of me. Mm-hmm. I don't have any evidence, I don't feel that way at all, but I feel like that'd be a great line. No, because no offense, the rhymes, the lines, the bars, whatever you just read to me, it was not that substantial that it was hard hitting. No, I feel like. When Nikki puts something in there, it has a purpose. I don't care what she said a couple months ago. It sounds like a vague diss. Yeah. Even if it's to the record labels, even if it's to Cardi, it, it sounds like you're talking about somebody and the timeline lines up good enough for it. I, I don't care. <laughs> she lying on that one. I think that's what it is. It's the timeline. Like she can lie and say, oh, it was a few months ago, but we don't know that for sure. 
Exactly. Like she she gonna show us a notebook with the date <laughs> with the date to your diary. Like, girl, yeah. I said it was a couple months ago too. Uh-huh. Cardi tweets, I don't bother with these hoes. Don't let these hoes bother me, which are just lyrics. <laughs> so I don't know if it was a shot or not. She could just be promoting her song. Oh, that was both. But I appreciate a good, <laughs> a good promo diss as well. September 2017, Cardi raps on G-Eazy song No Limit. My career taking off, these hoes jogging in place. Swear these hoes run their mouth. How these hoes out of shape. Can you stop with all the subs, bitch? I ain't Jared. Mm, if you really want some smoke, you can pull up, you can get it. <laughs> <laughs> when asked if it's about Nikki, Cardi says it wasn't really about anyone. Which that one I'm more inclined to believe that it wasn't about anyone. Yeah, I was going to say, I could see either or. I could mm-hmm. see one of those lines in particular maybe referencing Nikki. But overall, as a whole, I think that could be just a shot at all the female rappers. Like, bitch, I'm I'm the shit. And if you didn't get the reference there, the subs is the sub tweets. And Bitch I Ain't Jared is about Jared Fold, who we did an episode over. Yeah, go ahead and listen to that one. That shit was crazy. Yes. September 2017, Bodak Yellow hits number one. Mm-hmm. Nikki tweets out congratulations to a fellow New Yorker on a record-breaking achievement. Barty, this is the only thing that matters. Enjoy it. And I did appreciate that. <laughs> like, I'm Cardi. <laughs> <laughs> and I was really happy she tweeted this. It, it brought a tear to your eye. <laughs> you no, know, I was like, thank you, Nikki. Cardi responds, thank you. This means this means so much coming from you. That's what I'm saying. So many of these beefs would just be great collabs if these bitches would just act right. Uh-huh. <laughs> because the thing is, you know, Lil' Kim loves Nikki and Nikki loves Lil' Kim. And you know that Nikki can respect Cardi B and Cardi was inspired by Nikki. Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. I just had to get that out. October 2017, Nikki was on the song Motorsport with Migos and Cardi. Nikki says when she first was going to do the song, it was just her and Quavo, a member of the Migos. Mm-hmm. He calls and asks if Barty can be on it. And Nikki says, let's do it. Cardi would claim, yeah, it was just Nikki and Quavo, but Nikki didn't even have her verse done yet. She says, quote, well, when I heard the track, her verse wasn't finished or... It's not the verse that's on there right now. Which didn't really sit with Nikki. She tweeted out, how can you say someone changed their verse and forgot to say Quavo told me to remove my singing part, which I loved. And Atlantic mm-hmm. told me to remove your name from my verse per your request. So how we how were those changes going to happen if I didn't change my verse? Mm-hmm. And... Yes. Okay, I was about to say, what does Cardi respond to that? Because I have have a couple questions. Okay. And there's two quotes. There's one from Cardi, one from Nikki. All right. So save your comments. And I'll save my (laughs) sorry. (laughs) So Cardi says, quote, I really feel like fans and people, they really want to see that happen because it's really entertaining to see people beef. It's entertaining, like, I ain't gonna front. When Nikki and Remy were beefing, everyone was tuning in and asking, what's next? What's next? 
but I didn't really have the time for that. It's if you're not fucking my man or if you're not taking my money from me, if you're not stopping my money, then I don't really give a fuck about you. And that's they were asking her about the beef. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That's one. <laughs> Nikki says the only thing with Cardi that really, 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 really hurt my feelings was the first interview she did after motorsport came out. She said the first interview she did after motorsport came out, it just really hurt me. She looked so aggravated and angry. And the only thing she said was, Oh, I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that verse. It was like, what? That really, really hurt me. I really fully supported Cardi. And up until this recent interview, I did. I had never seen her show me genuine love in an interview. And I can imagine how many girls wish they could have been on a song with Nicki Minaj. She said that yeah, at the end. That. That's, that's the quote. That's her quote. Go, uh, go ahead and plug yourself. How many girls? How many girls want to get on a song with Nicki Minaj? And she took one of them girls to spot. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I like the way, I mean, I mean, but okay, this is what I was going to say. First of all, Atlantic, which is where Cardi is signed, Atlantic Records has had um, some controversial things that they've been doing in the past as well. We're not going to go into it, but I do find it weird that Atlantic has been um, accused of, you know, sometimes causing or instigating beefs. And Nikki heard from her people that Atlantic wanted Cardi's name removed per Cardi's request when the whole time this whole interaction about getting the song Motorsport even together and recorded was going through the Migo slash Quavo to Nikki. So all of a sudden she's they're both on the song. Quavo's like, okay, we need to cut your singing part, whatever. And then after everything, after the singing part's cut and is sent to the record label, Cardi then decides to put in her input, like, oh yeah, I need, I don't, I don't want my my name in there. And she tells the record label, and the record label tells Nikki, why didn't she go to Quavo? Yeah. I, and why did the record label honestly involve? I don't know. I, I mean, not saying that that didn't happen, but I just find that part weird. And then also, I feel like there's a little uh, what's the word when you're kind of embellishing going on. By on who? Nikki's by Nikki. <gasps> I, I think Cardi maybe did do a couple missteps, but that whole she supported Nikki. I mean, she supported Cardi. Besides her congratulating her on that number one, I didn't see a lot of support from Nikki to Cardi. Not saying she had to do that, but Nikki was right on one thing. Um, Cardi, Cardi did say that she liked Nikki, but it wasn't on the big, big platforms. So I think they both are kind of just once again just too blind. Uh, by their egos to just put this shit to the side and crush it. I, I don't think the verse was that deep that Cardi needed to pitch a fit about it. And I don't think the verse was that deep that Nikki needed to go on a soapbox about being so, so hurt and so many girls, a million girls would kill for this job. <laughs> Miranda Priestley Minaj. I, I just, it's funny though, because now Nikki is in a position that Lil' Kim was in where she felt like Nikki should be showing her love. 
yeah and what's this whole godfather kiss the ring thing <laughs> why can't i just say i like your music and move on why do i gotta suck your toes to be able to write music in this industry i just don't understand it i don't understand and I feel that's you don't mention me and yeah if you don't mention me in the interview on all your interviews when you're first starting out you ain't real and you ain't supporting no because cardi did say her influences and so did nikki so it's like Nikki, you can't see where you you can't see Cardi and yourself when you were doing with Little Kim, and Cardi, uh, I mean, you can't rec- recognize that Nikki is kind of giving you a little bit of a shine because she is so big in the industry right now. Like like the, they just both were kind of blinded by egos, I think. Yeah, I mean, motorsport. I mean, Cardi was already big, but I feel like motorsport did give her a little of a boost. Yeah, because Cardi was big but she hadn't real she didn't even come out with the album at that time no and now she's playing so she was voice. like she was basically in her Nicki minaj baby shoes exactly that's she why was, this feud is so funny to me because it's like it mirrors the little Kim feud so much yeah it's it's kind of hilarious but yeah you're right mm-hmm. and then hard white leaks and Nicki raps i ain't never played the whole position I ain't ever had to strip to the pole position. Hoses dissing. Okay, these hoses wishing. And Nikki denies it being about Cardi. She says she wrote it about a year and a half ago. While she was in Paris. <laughs> Nikki, Paris don't even got strip clubs with poles like that. Stop lying. It's okay. If she once again, if that it ain't before. I think she's saying if it ain't directed, it ain't respected. So I ain't gonna say it's directed. But it definitely was. Because what do you mean you wrote this a year ago? You was just letting this verse sit for a year and a half because you didn't have nothing else to put it on except for hard white. Stop lying to me. And everybody knows Cardi's story. She's a fucking stripper turned rapper. Yeah, she said it was um, supposed to be on Drake's last album, but it didn't make the cut, so... I don't think it was on hard right yet, but it had leaked. Mm-hmm. And you can't ask Drake because Drake going to suck Nikki's ass and say, yeah, for sure. <laughs> she wrote that three years ago. <laughs> and Chun Li came out around the same time as this, her song Chun Li. Mm-hmm. And on there she raps, how many of them could have did it with finesse? Nobody, now everybody likes she really is the best, which Cardi was on finesse with. Bruno Mars. Nice ass remix. Hey. So. That one can pass. I don't really see that as really being like a big diss. I see it. But I I could see it. Yeah. Finesse was really. Finesse was big when it came out, especially the video. So, yeah, it's funny. Yeah. So I think fully that Nikki (laughs) is talking about Cardi. Like, I saw some people when I was looking at it saying maybe she was talking about Eve. I just. But I don't know why that would have happened. (laughs) (laughs) Not. (laughs) They thought Nikki was taking shots at Eve. Yeah, that's what they were trying to say. Like, where if it was written a year and a half ago, then it's probably about. I guess they were trying to see anyone who had like a stripper connection or something. I don't know. I mean, that's true, but Eve don't do shit to nobody. Why would she be talking about Eve? Eve done marry her, her billionaire 
millionaire white man is off in the UK. She ain't <laughs> she ain't rapping no more like that. Yeah. Eve did say something about <gasps> Nikki. Really, Eve was just saying that she rather be a voice of girls who had no voice in a different way without showing myself off. So people were trying to take like those comments and run with them. I mean, that's just mature type of comments slash uh-huh. old old woman type <clears throat> of comments. Because I mean, Eve used to put herself out put herself out there a little bit too. Not as much as the girls do now, but she I mean, not that it's a crime, but she used to use her sex appeal as well. Yeah. But when you when you get older, you kind of see that maybe that's not the end all be all. And that's okay if you don't feel like showing yourself off, if you do, whatever. Exactly. I wouldn't take that as an attack. No. So that's why it's definitely about Cardi. Allegedly. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's definitely, allegedly, definitely, allegedly about her. (laughs) So May 2018, Nikki and Cardi are seen talking at the Met Gala. Just saying hello, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. August 2018, Nikki on her train radio says, I didn't know Cardi and I had an issue. To me, she may have taken issue with things I've said, but I'm not going to bite my tongue. You just all have thick skin. Uh-huh. Which, just, okay. I don't see if Nikki didn't say anything, then why? <laughs> I don't I don't know. It's like they're both saying, or Nikki pretty much is saying, like, why is Cardi mad? We don't have an issue, but there's not an issue. Like you're letting the media kind of get to your head, I guess. Uh-huh. I think also she's trying to get, she's trying to make Cardi look paranoid. Maybe that could be because true. Because I'm I'm thinking if I feel all these shots, all these weird ass shots that weirdly connect to me in some sort of fashion, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you every time somebody asks, every verse was written in the past. Mm-hmm. But you still getting these weirdly, oddly specific shots in that uh, about me. I, I feel like I have a way. I have a reason to feel that way. Number one, and number two, why do these people act so obtuse? Like I didn't know me and Cardi had. <laughs> you're on the internet. You see what the fans are saying. You see what the media is saying. You see how both of you feed into it. Why are you acting like the you didn't? Know? Of course you knew. <laughs> where she just didn't like, know yeah just like cardi knows you know otherwise uh-huh. if you didn't think you had a problem and y'all y'all run with the same people all those at atlanta louisiana florida niggas y'all can't reach out y'all can't reach out and squash it y'all yeah. just keep talking to the media the same people instigating it yeah to, to me that was kind of a nice way of nitty saying I don't have a problem. She has a problem. That's her problem. It's one of the, she's just trying to make a queen move. Like, nah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't talk to people who are not on my level. I would never diss them. So Cardi tweets out, imagine subbing me, but you blocked me on all social media. Mm-hmm. So then people realized that Nikki had blocked Cardi, which I wonder what really caused the blocking. Was she really that hurt over the motorsport comments? That's the only thing that I'm seeing, like where there was a shift. And even still, I feel like the interview, her, her, that interview really caused you to, I mean, I could see you unfollowing, but blocking? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and then you said, you don't know how y'all have a problem. Yeah. like Well, of course, you don't see her accounts. <laughs> <laughs> 
She's blocked. You don't see her. I don't know. I see where both could be an overreaction on Cardi. Like, okay, calm down. It's not like she has to love you. But also, like, a, Nikki, I see what you're doing. You're trying to be sly. <laughs> and September 2018, all hell breaks loose during New York Fashion Week. Tell Car- us about it. <laughs> Cardi is mad that Nikki is allegedly talking about culture, her daughter or her mothering skills. She lunges for Nikki. I heard Nikki allegedly just said, I'm good. Um, Cardi gets thrown out, and you see she has a big bump on her head. I'm standing right here! (laughs) (laughs) Nikki claims it was Ra Ali acting like Muhammad Ali and punching her in the head eight to nine times. And that was never to be proven. No. And plus, we don't fuck with Ra Ali. Even though I I have defended her on that Remy episode, you better be going. Are you going to go hard on Rogan? No, I'm not. That's the only thing I mentioned bra. You shady bitch. <laughs> okay, but this time she de- demonstrated loyalty towards Nikki. Yeah, she demonstrated loyalty, but she also demonstrated nosiness. Get your fucking ass back. She. Everybody knows. Here's the thing about Riley. Did she deserve all that shit that you shoveled on her and Remy? Maybe. But she deserves some of that shit today. Because here's the thing. If they ain't fighting, they ain't fighting. If one person's fight, the one person to fight. But she wasn't even fighting you. And then if you did touch Cardi, it was a sneak. And we don't respect sneaks over here, old sucker punching ass. <laughs> yo, yo, traitor ass. You fake. Fighting other people's battles because nobody will fight your battles ass. Like, just stay over there. Riley acting like Muhammad Ali. What? Meaning she was... Sh- mm. That was my line. I'm, oh, okay. I was about to, about to say something real, real fucked up about the late Muhammad Ali. <laughs> oh, but nah. I don't respect people just getting into other people's beefs and fights. Especially when it's not a jump situation. Obviously, yeah, and there's security party there, so was never, yeah, Obviously, Cardi was never going to get to Nikki. One of the reasons why... I, she ended up throwing that fucking shoe. Uh-huh. So knowing that for you to jump in and try to sneak somebody when you, first of all, ain't even that famous. And two, nobody was checking for your ass. I think it's just, this shows what type of person she is. You're, you're a bunny hopper. Hop to anybody who will show you some love. Anybody will pet your tail. <laughs> Remy got tired of your ass. You jumped to Nikki. Put your ass in a video. I'll do anything for you now. Yeah, I really don't get why she got involved at all. It doesn't make sense to me. But Cardi goes on Instagram and says this. She says, I've let, a, or it's a post. I've let a lot of shit slide. I let you sneak diss me. I let you lie on me. I let you attempt to stop my bags. Fuck up the way I eat. You've threatened other artists in the industry, told them, if they worked with me, you'll stop fucking with them. I let you talk big shit about me. I addressed you once in person. I addressed you a second time in person. And every time you cop the plea. But then you mention my child. You choose to like comments about me as a mother. Make comments about my abilities to take care of my daughter is when all bets are fucking off. Mm. I've worked too hard and come too far to let anybody fuck with my success. Bitches talk all that shit in the raps but in real life they pussy this shit really is for entertainment Uh, i think i mean here's the whole thing i agree with everything cardi is saying but the only thing that ever came into question was was she talking about culture 
Yeah, was she? So the thing is, if everything she said checked out, oh, 100%. And still, even if she wasn't talking about culture, some of that stuff still checks out with that whole, you know, I'm trying to come to you as a woman and trying to sort this shit out. And uh, you're saying everything's cool, but I'm still hearing jabs. And maybe she didn't say exactly in those words to people like, um, if you mess with Cardi, I ain't fucking with you. But she definitely could have implied like if somebody wants to invite Cardi somewhere or put her on something or do something with her, she might imply or her team might imply like uh, Nikki might not be able to come or might, she's not probably going to do that anymore. Teams are known to do stuff like that. The artists sometimes don't have to speak and say that the team knows and is understood that, hey, if this person's involved, I'm not involved. Yeah, I know to do that. If I hear someone's not, if someone's going somewhere I don't like, I say I'm not going. That is true. <laughs> you are known to do that, and I fucking hate. It. That's why I don't be telling you everybody who's going to be there. I, I need a list of everyone. Because <laughs> you are just, ugh. oh, I'm sorry. Well, who'd you say? Oh, never mind. I'm gonna just stay home. I can't go. <laughs> I'm just karate chop you right in your Adam's apple. So. After that, Nikki goes on Korean radio and she says she didn't talk about culture. She says this, quote, I just want people to know that Onika Tanya Mirage will never speak ill on anyone's child. I'm not a clown. That's clown shit. (laughs) And a day later, she goes on Twitter and says, "Okay, you guys, let's focus on positive things only from here on out. We're all blessed. I know this stuff is entertaining and funny to a lot of people, but I won't be discussing this nonsense anymore. Thank you for the support and encouragement year after year. Love you. Lies. She told a lot on herself. <laughs> but also, y'all started it. Nikki, you know well and good enough this establishing your career. Once a beef starts, if you do not put an actual end to it, it will keep going. So that whole, I'm not talking about this anymore. It's okay. I wouldn't do this. If, if you would have tried to at least squash it for real, then maybe. But yeah. no. The floodgates were still open. I mean, you go to either one of their comments and you're going to find someone on there saying Nikki could never or Cardi could never. Uh, uh, um, to this day, even in su- like things in support of something that has nothing to do with rap, like one of them gave out turkeys, let's say, oh, your fave ain't doing this shit, is she? <laughs> uh-huh. And it's same like, thing with Remy and Lil' Ken. They always, anytime they're trending or something, they bring up Nikki. Yep, it's like one or the other. Barty, gang, and barbs just can't live in peace. No. <laughs> They're it's, fucking bloods and crips now. It's really a war out there. It is. But that's all the beefs I have for today. Um, right here, okay, the first one, Lil' Kim, I don't think she was wrong. The second one, I think it was kind of a mutual thing. The third one, Nikki, she was in the wrong. You think Nikki was in the wrong with the Cardi? Yeah, definitely. You a lie. I do. You know what's so funny, audience? When I <laughs> when I the thing is, I used to love Nikki a lot, and it waned. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I can't even really say that I'm a a big Nikki stan or or fan anymore. I can just say I like Nikki. But as Cardi B has rose up, I can't lie and say that she's kind of my problematic fave. I do love Cardi now. 
So when I have bought this to Jose about the whole Cardi B versus Nikki, you know what he did? He just shat all over <laughs> Cardi. You know, Cardi ain't this and Nikki is this. And you like he was real life barbing me. Okay. I so think it's it- so funny that you're saying Nikki, because the thing is now I'm kind of switched. I'm not saying Cardi was the cause of this, but it's a lot of misinformation made this a lot deeper than it should have been. Yeah, I think maybe in a few years from now, we're here more information that changes how we see it. Mm-hmm. But if you're comparing music to music, Nikki obviously wins. Yes, plus it's- she has a longer catalog anyway. Yes, but if you're comparing this situation of who was in the right, who was in the wrong, I feel like Nikki was trying to poke the bear data reaction and then playing dumb. Like, I don't know what's going on. I wrote this years ago. I did this years ago. Like, even if you did write it years ago, you talked about you never had to work the hoe position. You never had to, the pole position, whatever she said. Like, you know, if you're about to release that music, it's about party. Yeah, she's, uh, okay, yes, I agree, yeah. She definitely, in the beginning, was doing stuff that seems like it's shady, saying it's not shady, but not really addressing why it's framed like that. Why are your lines framed in such a way that it feels like you're talking directly to your quote-unquote competitor slash rival? I don't know. I think that Nikki was the queen of rap for so long without challenge like you know there'd be female rappers mm-hmm. here and there they'd have like one hit two hits and then they disappear exactly then, but with cardi it was she got the number one song which nikki did not have and people are really questioning is cardi better when i mean maybe down the line we could have that argument but right now i feel like cardi's still a little bit too new especially when her first album came out she was way too new to be having that argument oh yeah yeah i think that was honestly just instigation purposes yeah. everybody knows that even with even when invasion of privacy went platinum and all that stuff she still can't surpass nikki and what she's done and- but cardi had stay in power that a lot of the other girls didn't have at first like That's you said true. She not only had this catchy-ass song that started to catch on and be a trend with Bodak Yellow, she was funny. She gained a following on Vine and then Instagram and then went to Love and Hip Hop, and it just made her even bigger. So then people really started to connect with her. So it wasn't just like those other rappers who had those one hits where, oh, it's a catchy song, but we don't know anything about them and they can't replicate it. You saw Cardi everywhere. Yes, she was so everywhere, and then she started doing what Nikki does, is be featured on people's songs. I feel like that mm-hmm. probably really hurt her. They're, they're not asking Nikki for that feature, they're asking Cardi. And also, when Cardi really started to hit her pitch with her song, or songs, um, Nikki was kind of in uh, like, a, like a wave phase, is what I'll say. Like, she wasn't putting out her big punch hits. She was kind of like laying in wait, doing other shit, making little features. She wasn't doing like she was coasting on her her success this was a time where it was a good time for cardi to strike when nikki wasn't as hot as she has been in those other years and especially she came off the heels of the remy nikki beef that her crown was already you know unstable she was bruised i mean Uh remy Remy bruised during the fight she didn't win but she got a couple she definitely bruised her and then you know she's coming off this 12 round fight and then she has to get in a new ring for a new fighter 
Mm-hmm. And what I will say, honestly, is that I think Nikki was not expecting Cardi to be the person that she is. Like Cardi has always stated in her own words, she's a hood bitch. She's a street uh-huh. bitch. And, you know, uh, Nikki is the same. I mean, they didn't grow up in the same hood, but they grew up in the same city. They were both kind of from those like New Yorkers. Be- yeah, those poor New York beginnings where they got their start. And um, with Remy, even with Remy, she wasn't even doing that real, real street talk to Nikki. Like Cardi was trying to put hands on Nikki. She, wasn't, <laughs> yeah. she, said, she said, fuck going in the booth. We going in the ring. Like even Remy wasn't trying to give her that trouble. And little Kim was just vaguely talking about it. And Mariah Bitch, she pays people to do her dirty <laughs> business. She don't even get her nails dirty. So, yeah, I don't think uh, Nikki was also uh, ready for that firepower. Like back in the day, if Nikki was uh, like Nikki was giving people when she first came out, it was that it was reversed. Like you said, it mirrors so many things. Yeah, it really does. And there's more beefs. I did not cover all of them. There's more semi-scandals in there which i did not cover the people she surrounds herself with Mm -hmm. the decisions she makes the Mm. behavior she supports online um but maybe i'll do a part two one day yeah i support this this was great you know this ain't saying we don't like nikki but or at least this is not me saying it but i definitely see where She's she's an instigator. <laughs> I definitely still love Nikki so far. Um, but I this is why it's a bonus episode besides hiding from the barbs is because <laughs> it doesn't 100% fit what we do on Save Your Sorry. Mm-hmm. But we're going to start doing these bonus little closer looks at people. Um, do you have anything else to add before we wrap it up? What should I say? I would say, if anything, yes, I am your leader. If you do not believe her, suck a big dick. And my favorite line from that song is, I hate a phony bitch who fronts the chum chummy. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful. Bye. See?